If you're watching on YouTube, you're seeing the smirk on my face right now. If you're listening on the podcast, I am incredibly giddy. I believe I have proof that Donald Trump is playing 4D chess after all. I know. I know. I don't I couldn't believe it myself. Couldn't believe it myself. Welcome to the show. My name is Matt Williams. Or uh, this is How to Build a Tent. We're part of the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. You can listen to us on the podcast, YouTube, wherever you podcast. Thank you, everyone, for sharing the show. The show is just continuing to do phenomenal numbers. Appreciate all of you. I appreciate your encouragement. For those of you who keep sending me things, you can email me, Matt, at howtobuild10.com or DM me on all the social media sites, Parlor, if you don't want to get censored with me. Um, this part of the show where we're talking about the 4D chess was from one of you guys sending this to me. It's a follow-up from yesterday where the GSA and um, Emily, forgot her last name, sent this letter to Joe Biden. Why did the letter get sent? Why did she cave? Maybe it wasn't for pressure after all. Maybe it was something else. We have certifications. We have lawsuits being filed that can flip states. And we have some more... Uh, we have a, as of hearing this today, I'm recording this the day before, but Sydney Powell said that she is going to be dropping a lawsuit uh, in in uh, Georgia regarding the Kraken and the Dominion servers and all that stuff. So I'm looking forward to reading that kind of thing um, and or reading those, those different allegations that they have, those kinds of things. I guess I should be more specific than that. <laughs> uh, please go over to flfnetwork.com, put an HTBT in a memo field, help support us. Keep us on platformed and when we get deplatformed and help support uh, just this message. If you're encouraged by this, we'd really appreciate it. Put an HDBT in the memo field. You'll get that sweet mug and tons of other great content. Oh, my goodness. All right. So, oh, I'm such in a good mood. Such a great, uh, a great, a great little show for us to kick off our holiday week with. It's going to be crazy, guys. It's going to be crazy. Don't give up. Continue to fight. Remember the reasons we're fighting, whom we're fighting for, and the responsibility God has given us to fight. And we will get through this. Um, Pennsylvania certifies their results. <laughs> and, you know, I just wanted to bring that up because it's funny. But to remind you guys, certification is not the end all. The end all is farther down the line. But I just want to remind people that when you're certifying results, I believe it is just like when you're in a publicly traded company and officers certify the numbers where you are going to be held responsible for those. So if those people are going to be held accountable for those numbers and they get proven to be factually incorrect where you maybe completely butchered or um, botched a state and the other candidate won, there might be some jail time in there for you. I'm not sure. I'm not a lawyer. I'd actually, if any of you are lawyers and know anything about that, I'd love to hear um, if you're on the hook when you certify, like what kind of liability does that give you? That'd be really interesting to me. There's this other lawsuit that was filed. Let's see. I'm going to try to share my screen if I can see it. Here we go. For those of you who are listening, I'm going to read it for you so you don't miss out. Group files emergency petition in Wisconsin after finding 150,000 potential fraudulent ballots. 150,000 ballots. You're like, oh, what's 150,000? Well, Biden won the state, quote unquote, won the state. In the heavy quotes, bold, underline, asterisk, because he did not win the state. 
150,000 potential fraudulent votes and Joe Biden's leading by 20,000 votes. Hmm. You think that's kind of a big deal? Do you think that's kind of a big deal? I think it's kind of a big deal. It's uh, led by the National Conservative Group Amistad Project filed an emergency petition Tuesday with in the Wisconsin Supreme Court challenging the state's unofficial results in the 2020 presidential election saying that it has identified, identified over 150,000 potentially fraudulent ballots. And I'm going, let's see, I looked it up because that's the kind of guy I am. I'm just scrolling through it right now. Let's see, it's this funky Trump petition. There we go. Confirming, you can see it, and there it is. Wisconsin, November 23rd. This is fresh, hot off the presses. And this is an interesting one, guys. And this is interesting because this brings in the business angle and why for so long I've been encouraging you on this show to think and be business-minded to be able to grow your wealth, to not fall trapped to the um, poverty gospel, is that when you make money, when you grow your wealth, you get to be influential. And just in this case, (laughs) the Zuck, Mark Zuckerberg from Facebook, the billionaire, is in this lawsuit. (laughs) What did he do? What did he do? Let's see. Introduction. The petitioners are bringing this petition to ensure election integrity in any presidential election result in Wisconsin. A systemic effort was launched in Wisconsin using millions of dollars in private money sourced to Mark Zuckerberg, the Facebook billionaire, to illegally circumvent Wisconsin absentee voting laws, including primarily one absentee voting law, which is the sole exception to Wisconsin's photo ID law to cast tens of thousands of illegal absentee ballots. From what I understand, in order to to be able to do an absentee ballot, you have to be physically like impo- you, it's impossible for you to get out and vote. Like if you are, um, you know, in the hospital or whatever it is, but from that's from what I understand. But anyways, nevertheless, whatever the reasons are, tens of thousands of illegal votes captured were captured by funding from Mark Zuckerberg. Now I'm not saying as Christians we should be successful and have all this wealth and then go do illegal things. No, but we could support people and. Uh, do and be influential in legal ways, in ethical ways, in God-glorifying ways. And so that's what we should be striving for. We shouldn't ever be the subject of a lawsuit like this. <laughs> Number three, as set forth below, Zuckerberg-funded private organization, the Center of Technology and Civic Life, gifted over $6 million to the cities of, uh, I don't know how to smell or say the first one, Ra- Rasin? Rasin? Uh, it's not like a raisin, right? Rosen, raisin, the, the poison, risen. That's that's what it's called, right? Kenosha, Green Bay, Madison, and Milwaukee, all Democrat Party strongholds in order for those cities to facilitate the use of abstain voting in violation of Wisconsin law. Let's just read one more of the points. Based on government data and other evidence collected by the petitioners, the Wisconsin presidential election contest margin of 20,608 votes includes ineligible and illegal votes which exceed the 20,608 vote margin, including illegal vote counts, legal votes not counted, counting errors, and illegalities, all sufficient to nullify any presidential election result. And then it goes through, and you can read it yourself. You can just look it up. It's there for you. I think I retweeted it on Twitter if you want to follow me on there as well. 
Now, I want to remind you guys of this before we get into the good stuff, man. The 4D chess. I love playing chess. This may be just a 3D chess move, but it feels pretty 4D-ish to me. I mean, 3D chess, there's nothing really to, you know, to raise your nose about. It's to play chess successfully, you need to know a few steps ahead. So even if this is just 3D chess, uh, pretty remarkable. But the one thing I want you to remind you of before we go to a little commercial break is that we don't need Trump to necessarily get to 270. We just need Joe Biden to not be at 270 himself. There are scenarios where, and I say plural because there's multiple different scenarios of how we get Donald Trump elected again and get this Democratic coup uh, quelched or squashed or, man, I can't just find my words today. Squash the rebellion. There's many ways to go, but one of them is just not to get Joe Biden to 270. If neither candidate gets to 270 electoral votes, this goes to the House. And how the House votes on that, the Republicans win. Each House, each state gets one vote, and the Republicans have a majority of states. Fancy that. Hmm? This is great because that whole scenario is the exact opposite of the of what the Democrats and the left have been pushing for so long. No wonder why of the popular vote winning. This is the exact opposite of this. This is representatives. This is the republic, baby. This is really reminding people we're not a democracy. Oh my gosh, can you tell how happy I am? <laughs> oh, it's such a good day. It's been hard, guys. This battle's hard, but you got to take the good news and you got to celebrate the wins. You got to celebrate the good things. And uh, hopefully we'll see something of this. But, man, I'm just telling you, you guys got to stay to the end of this because this is absolutely amazing what I think is happening here. Because it, make, it makes perfect sense. It makes more sense than any of the theories I heard yesterday about the GSA uh, letter that was sent to Joe Biden that got everyone discouraged like Trump was conceding. On contraire. On contraire. All right, this show is brought to you by Samaritan Ministries. How are you paying for your health care? Are you con- or as you're considering options, take a look at Samaritan Ministries, a community of Christians who help pay one another's medical bills, all without the use of insurance. Oh my gosh, does that sound amazing? A broken bone, cancer, pregnancy, medical emergency. As a Samaritan member, you have control over your healthcare choices. Medical bills are sent to Samaritan Ministries. They help you get fair pricing and notify members who will pray for you and send you money to help pay your shareable medical bills. Health share sh- healthcare sharing is biblical and affordable. Samaritan Ministries has three programs offering options that could fit your budget. Every month, members send their share amount directly to another member. A family membership of two or more ranges from $155 to $600 a month, and a one-person membership can be as low as $75 a month. Visit SamaritanMinistries.org slash HowToBuildAtent to see which sharing program is right for you. You can become a member at any time of the year, even today. That's SamaritanMinistries.org slash how to build a tent. SamaritanMinistries.org slash how to build a tent. If you want to support the show, this is another great way that you can do that. Go to SamaritanMinistries.org slash how to build a tent and check it out and talk to someone there and see if it's right for you. I'm telling you, this is a fantastic option for Christians. Go check it out, Samaritan Ministries. All right. I got to pull up my screen share again. Did I just kind of lisp? Screen share again. I want to first show you the letter from, let's see, what was her name? Emily Murphy. That was her name. And that was here. Nope, that's not it. One more time. Sorry. It's, oh, yeah, it's this weird, funky one. This is what it said, guys. 
at the very end of the letter, you can go Google it yourself, and then I'm gonna show you from the official record of congress.gov of what they're referencing. At the very end of the letter, she says this, Emily, Emily Murphy says this. Why does she need to remind Joe Biden, I wonder? I remind you that section six of the act imposing reporting requirements on you as a condition for receiving services and funds from the GSA. I remind you that section six, section six of the act imposes reporting requirements on you as a condition for receiving services and funds from the GSA. So what is it saying? Well, there's this section of this act where you have to report certain things. Hmm, what can they be? What can they be? In unrelated news, which is really related, Joe Biden has uh, actually been in hot water by anyone who pays attention besides the mainstream news of late with some China ties and some Ukraine ties, specifically with his son. If you remember on Tucker Carlson... And Tucker Carlson, there was uh, a whole hour spent of somebody when his ties to China and the false reporting that he was doing, or the false, not the false, but the, the reporting, the not reporting the ties to the Chinese and all that stuff in his business dealings. Well, look at this. This is the section six that the GSA is referring to. And what you have to report, a description of the, all right, the contents. The ethics plan shall include at a minimum a description of ethics requirements that will apply to all the members of the transition team, including any specific requirement for transition team members who have access to non-public or classified information. A description of how the transmission team will address the role on the transition team of lobbyists registered under the Lobbying Disclosure Act, because if you're a lobbyist, you have to register. Individuals who were former lobbyists registered under the act, persons registered under the Foreign Agents Registration Act, foreign nationals, and other foreign agents. Prohibited transition team member with conflicts of interest similar to those applicable to federal employees under Section 2635, whatever that is, in Section blah, blah, blah. The Code of Federal Regulations related to current or formal employment, affiliations, clients, investments, or working on particular matters involving specific parties that affect the interests of such members and address how the covered eligible candidate will address his or her own conflicts of interest during a presidential term. If the covered eligible candidate becomes the president elect. Why do you need to remind Joe Biden of this section six? If you want any money and start this transition process, you're going to have to disclose all of these relationships that the media has been hiding, that he's been hiding. And most importantly, Donald Trump knows. He knows because it was on Fox News. He watches Fox News. He knows because he's the president of the United States. And not all of them are hiding all the information from him. He knows some things. And this, my friends, brothers and sisters in the Lord, makes a whole lot of sense to me of why this letter would come out now. Why would it come out now? 
And why would Donald Trump approve it? If he wants the money, he's going to have to disclose. If he doesn't disclose and takes the money, well then, he's going to be in a lot of hot water. I don't know if that's 4D chess. It's sure 3D chess. He's definitely in the game. He's definitely playing. I promise you this, guys. I don't know exactly how this is all going to play out. I don't. But there is a thousand moving parts behind the scene that is contrary to the narrative that you're hearing that is going on that is impacting the future of this country. And that's one of the most important reasons we need to pray because God is in control and he does know. And so we need to faithfully be petitioning him to save our country and repenting ourselves. But remember, this whole narrative and what we're hearing about this story in this election, it's like the ocean. There's a current, a rip current above that's taking you another direction. There's streams underneath. There's a whole bunch of ocean life and activity happening underneath. That's what's happening. There's this rip current <laughs> pulling you away from where you want to be. And that's the propaganda news media. But then underneath the top current is all this ocean life and all of these different things that you don't see from the beach. And that's where we're at. We're at the beach looking at the ocean saying, what the heck is going on? But Trump's no, no dummy. I promise you that. He may talk like a construction worker, but he doesn't get to where he's at by being stupid. Not that construction workers are stupid. My family's construction workers. That's not the point. But that's some good news for you. Bring that up to your liberals that you're going to be celebrating Thanksgiving with. If they if they uh, if they go if they give it out of their house from their lockdowns and they brave the the coronavirus. Uh, I'm going to try to do shows the rest of this week, even though on Thanksgiving Friday, I give you guys some more stuff. If I hear it, I'm sure there's things going to be breaking. If you don't listen until next week, I hope you guys have a great Thanksgiving. Spend time celebrating and rejoicing in what the Lord has given us. One of the most important things for us in this battle to remember is to have a heart of thankfulness, to have uh, one of our weapons worship and praising God. You have to be thankful. So take this time to be thankful from where we are, thankful that we have an opportunity to even fight for freedom in this country, thankful that we have an opportunity to be in the struggle at all and that we have technology and means to encourage each other. And we'll regroup and talk to you next time.